This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we are on a Wednesday. They call it Hump Day. Uh, Al and Jerry with you. What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Another uh, 15 minutes of us, huh? Yes, another 15 minutes of us covering all sorts of things, Jerry. Most notably things that uh, people on Twitter send us throughout the day. It's pretty much become that, hasn't it? Yeah, I got a couple. I got this story sent to me a couple of times. Perhaps you did as well. And I guess they wanted our, we wanted to make sure we saw it. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, This is happening in the UK, which I think is like London. Yes. And things like that. (laughs) Correct. So I don't know, like. Here in America, does Amazon have their own delivery service? I saw this story. Yeah. I'm not sure if they do. Michelle Beadle tweeted this. Oh, she did? Amazon, I don't know. There was one, I think Amazon was trying to start it. You remember I I showed you the, they were looking for drivers. Yes. In the area, they pay very well. Right. You were telling me about this. And I think it was a startup here this holiday season. So in the UK, I guess it's uh, been going on for a little while where Amazon has their own delivery trucks that look like UPS trucks, but they're filled with Amazon products. And Amazon's big thing is that they'll get you things quickly. Right. So in order to get you things quickly, according to some of the drivers over there in the UK, uh, they have no time to do anything else but drive and deliver products. Brutal. In other words, they're eating in their in their trucks, which you know, I understand. I kind of having drinks that. in their trucks, but they're also um, this I don't understand. They're also having to uh, pee and poop in their trucks. What does that mean? Well, that means that they don't have time to stop no, 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 to no. use the bathroom, so they're going in their trucks. So, do they have special areas? No, I think they're just using buckets. You got to be kidding. Yeah, no, like I know like guys on construction sites use buckets to uh, poop in. You're kidding I think me. a similar situation is going on now, here in the out, UK. Time out, time out, time out. You can't just say that and let that go. Oh, right. Where have you heard that? Which part about the construction workers? Yeah. Uh, from construction workers. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. Because they always have those Johnny on the spots all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I guess if, well, sometimes uh, the workers have told me uh, that if, like when they're making buildings in New York, like yeah. higher oh, buildings. All right, that's different. I got it. And they're up on the on the higher floors. The uh, Johnny on the spot toilets normally on the bottom. No, no, I got it. Right. So I don't want to take that crankety elevator on the side of a building being built down to poop. They'll just go right in a bucket. That is disgusting. Very disgusting. Poor guys. I wonder, though, like for UPS drivers and mailmen and things, when they have to go to the bathroom, where do they go? Well, I know mailman guys get breaks. That but I but know. where do they go? Like they probably go back to the to where they're from. Usually oh, like they're the in their left. town. Oh, okay. So if you have to go back to the home office or the the home 
post office. They can't be more than a five or ten minute ride away. And it's up to them to get done. Well, how do you know they do, like, if you were hired to be a mailman, maybe maybe a route opens up in uh, Colonia, New Jersey, nowhere near where you live, Jerry. Wouldn't you say take you that live. route? I say where the post office oh, is your home where you're office. from. I see. So, so you would just go back there. Yeah, you would go back to where you picked up the mail. At least you've got somewhere to go. And the post office isn't like Amazon. Like, I don't know about you, my mail comes anywhere between... 2.45 and 5 o'clock. Yeah, they're very casual with their mail They're casual. Delivery. They just have to get it to you by the end of the day. It's kind of up to them to finish. Right. So if they want to take 15 minutes so they can have a bowel movement in peace, I think it's a lot better than using a bucket. Right. Would you not agree? I would agree with that. I couldn't imagine using a bucket. Now, the thing about Amazon, like Domino's used to have this thing, free pizza 30 minutes or less, and that got nixed because they were getting into accidents. Are we going to have that problem with Amazon when they come here? Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember the Domino's because it was free pizza if they didn't get it to you in 30 minutes. Whatever happened with the drone delivery? Is that something that was real? It was real. They're they're still discussing it. I don't understand it, though. I think they're just trying to get the legalities of it because they don't want all these drones in the sky with airplanes in the sky and helicopters in the sky. So if they've got millions of... It's Amazon. They've got millions of orders. My mother orders from Amazon almost daily. Maybe a lot of drones by our house. How many drones do they have, number one? B... What is it going to be like a, a stork dropping a baby out of the sky? Well, I think and it's, who controls this drone? Well, I think with these drones, you would just put in uh, like your mom's address, and it would GPS it to her house and land on her front. But what does that do for trees and birds and telephone poles? They don't show up on a GPS map. They don't. So if you were expecting a package from Amazon and it wasn't there, I'd check my trees. Because maybe you just dropped it on the tree. <laughs> hey, look at drones hanging from the tree. Or they just oh, drop there's your, my wife. <laughs> no, or they it. just drop your drop your package on the, the roof of your house that you have to then go somehow. <laughs> Checked off, delivered. <laughs> yeah, delivered. Right smack dab in the middle of this address. That seems very flawed. It does. And I think it's not perfected yet or or we would be seeing it. You think? Yeah. And how do they deliver? I'd love to see a drone deliver me a 40-inch screen, flat screen TV. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, what the hell is that above? Oh, don't worry. It's just my uh, my TV's being delivered. Do you ever wonder sometimes when you, like, order something on Amazon or any, any place, but Amazon, it seems to happen a lot. I, I feel like sometimes I'll order something on, like, a Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning it's at my house. I'm Amazing. Like, how did this get is, to my amazing. house that quickly? I know I ordered a shirt for my wife last week. It was something she wanted, and I actually saw it. And I ordered it on, not last week, probably two, three weeks ago. And I paid for expedited shipping. Yeah. So I ordered it on a Monday. I paid to have it delivered on Thursday to business day shipping. It showed up Tuesday. The hell did I pay for? It yeah, probably showed I, up Tuesday anyway. Right. That's why uh, I never pay for the extra fast shipping. What a scam. They said seven to ten business days, regular shipping. I'm like, well, I knew she wanted it for Friday. Right. I'm like, let me do two business days. It'll be here by Thursday. Be all good. And it showed up the next day. And then she ordered a dress last week and I told her what happened. So she went with regular shipping and it just showed up yesterday. (laughs) It took like, it took seven business days. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So there you go. Beware in London of Amazon delivery trucks. Jerry, here's a story from By Houston. By the way, one other thing oh, before you All get right, that. sir. Let's say you lived in London. What if your package, what if the package you ordered is sitting there and there's some sort of brown residue on it? That I would not touch. I mean, think about what we're opening up here by letting them do this. 
They it's should brutal. Ha- they should have an Uber for bathrooms where, like, I open up my home toilet on an app where if people have Hold to poop. Hold on. Mr. How about that for a business idea? I won't even idea. use the office bathroom. You're going to let, and you don't even want the construction guys in your house using your That's bathroom. That's true. You would open up. You would even I contemplate wouldn't. opening up your house for a complete stranger to have a bowel movement? I would not. I'm just saying that would be a good business. Uber pooper. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think who did it. When I had, I was having uh, new counters installed in I my remember condo, the story. And as soon as the guys got there, a guy asked to use my bathroom. And my other bathroom was being, I have two bathrooms in a small condo, but two bathrooms. The one bathroom was being renovated because I was doing some renovations to get new counters. I was getting, uh, doing something in the bathroom. So the guy had to use my bathroom. Brutal. And was in there for 40 minutes. Did you fumigate that thing when he left? I did. I was so disgusting. I'm surprised you haven't ripped everything out and rebuilt yeah, that bathroom. Just like, yeah, and it was shortly after that bathroom had been renovated. <laughs> so I felt what like... What would have been great was if once they were done, you paid them, they were all happy, you can use the bathroom before we leave. Yes. And then soil your new bathroom. Disgusting. <laughs> it was very disgusting. Jerry, I take you to Houston, Texas, home of the Super Bowl this year. How about that? How about that? Well, Houston police were called to investigate a woman named Trisha Meyer. She's 34 years old. She tried selling a uh, a Savannah kitten to a man in California, but she never gave him the money after he ordered the cat. Oh, okay. So police went to investigate to see what was going on. When they got to her home, they found that she had multiple wild animals living inside her house. What kind of wild animals? Tigers. Oh, my God. A panther, a skunk, a cougar, and a fox, and her 14-year-old daughter. You're kidding me. Now, wouldn't the animals be fighting each other? Or eating one another. Yeah, like, yeah, let's say the animals, the, the cougar and the tigers didn't want to attack you and eat you. Wouldn't they attack, like, the skunk? I, I don't know how any of that works. It's kind of like when you get a dog and a cat as pets. If you get them when they're little, they kind of, I don't want to say grow, but they kind of they know they're, each they're other. raised together and they almost become friendly. That's probably the same thing until they decide one's hungry and they haven't fed them the rare, you know, raw steak and they decide to eat one's face. But if the skunk gets scared, wouldn't it spray the cougar? Could you imagine having a skunk living in your house? He's just roaming around. What do you feed it? I don't know. Purina skunk chow? Something. That was witty. Something, Jerry. I don't know what skunks eat. So does someone like that get put in jail for that? Or do uh, they she, just take the animals well, and say, she, what are you doing, you little She thing? was arrested and uh, charged with child endangerment for having a, uh, her 14-year-old Oh, right. I forgot about the daughter. Right. Good point. Oh, um, she also told police she had several monkeys, which could be vicious and had attacked someone previously. Where were they? In the home also. I just what I don't understand though. Police said she had permits for the tigers. How? But none for the skunks and foxes. Yeah, because she rounded them up off the street. Yeah. She's being held on two thousand dollars bail. Oh. So she had a permit. So you're telling me in Houston. Yes. If you go get a permit, you can have a lion as a pet? Evidently, you could have a There's no tigers. way that's true. Well, this gal has them. Okay. I love that she's not in trouble for the tigers, but for the skunk and fox, which are probably the two harmless ones out of all of them. Oh, yeah, because you get sprayed by a skunk, it's probably awesome, and a fox is going to tear you apart. 
And here now I take you, Jerry, internationally. Well, we've been internationally. Oh, we were just we're? in London. Oh, right. A couple moments ago. Right, I'm going to edit that out. Uh, Jerry, <laughs> I take you to South Africa where a man got a wedding ring stuck on his junk. Another guy did this? Yes. He put it on his, uh, he's 28 years old. He placed the uh, ring, his wedding ring around his penis for erotic purposes, which had been recommended by friends. Oh, great friends. And supposedly he got aroused and then um, he couldn't get the uh, wedding ring off his penis. And then his penis um, started to turn blue. Another one with a blue penis. Yeah, blue penis. Wow. Not now, this he... story again, another blue penis. Jerry, you're coming to me with yet another blue now, penis well, story the for the one, podcast. The last one was the penis turned black and he had to have it taken away. Yeah, it was this, taken this, was, off. this was not taken off. They did get the ring off in a very crazy way. They had to they had to they had to inject him in the penis and remove some fluid oh. to shrink it. Okay. All right. And then it slid off. Safe to say he probably will not do that again. No, I don't think so. But so guys, much for the sexual activity with the ring on the penis. Guys sometimes get curious about things. And he was probably looking at the ring. And his friend said, you know, if you put that on there. Then what? What? Well, have you ever heard what, uh, what one of those types? They, they If you go to uh, these sex stores, they sell rings, like not wedding rings, but they sell rings to put on your penis. For what purpose? That you will stay aroused longer. And be more pleasurable. That's a thing. I don't want to say the name of it because even though this is an uncensored podcast, it still sounds funny for me to say it aloud into a microphone. But they do have rings for this purpose. That supposedly. A Dick Tracy ring? Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Without the Tracy? Yes. Really? Yes. But it's a ring that goes there. Well, actually, they use the C word for it. It's a ring that goes there and <laughs> sits I've at the base. I've heard that, okay. And that's what yeah. it's for, supposedly. But I, I would never imagine oh, I'm doing so, I'm that. sorry. Yes, Jerry? I, forgive me. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's a wedding ring you have on. What penis is that going around? Right. Well, the other rings that are made for that are a bit larger, you I believe. said his This guy ring. had a wedding ring, right. What part of the penis is this going to fit around? Unfortunately, I might be able to get No way. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Knock it off. What are you, a pencil penis? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, he tried. Unless your penis is the middle finger or something. I don't know. That that ring does not look that tiny, I'll be honest. Dude. Oh, my God. Look, <laughs> I mean, it barely gets over my second oh, finger. You bragger. Um, Nothing but bragging over here. You just stopped talking, Braggadocious. I think. Braggadocious. Could you imagine, uh, though, the fright that comes over you when you realize you've done something that is, A, stupid, mm -hmm. B, about as embarrassing as anything you have ever done in your life, and now you've got to go for help and see, oh, I don't know, you might lose your penis. Surgeons, Jerry, twice failed in attempts to remove the ring once when the patient was sedated with an attempt used to use an orthopedic oscillating saw to cut it off. Oh, that's too close for comfort, I think. You think? Yeah, that's too close for me. Good Lord. Yeah. Just keep your wedding rings on your wedding fingers. I will tweet out a picture of my wedding ring today. 
And then everybody can imagine. No, I'm just all right. No, not all. Oh, you're right. not going to do that. Okay, I thought of you were being. For That's real, a terrible then. admission by you. Which part? Well, no one the knows how large. The only one that's a bad one. You may have large fingers with Dude. big rings. That's possible. What am I, Kevin McHale? I'm seven feet tall and you I might. got bigger well, hands know. and arms than a normal person? Perhaps this gentleman is a tall man. I, I don't see anything about his uh, size, so maybe he has large hands. That's possible. There's no way that a wedding ring should be able to fit over that. I see. And then, my God, it must squeeze the hell out of it when it's... How do you even... I don't... That I'm not get sure. A, oh, all right. Not Weirdos. Sure. Weirdos. Not sure. Jerry, I know I've, I've told you this before, but I tend to eat the same exact meals every single night for dinner, mainly because I have no idea how to make anything else. What am I, some type of freaking chef? You know, you don't have to be a freaking chef, Al. What do you mean? I mean, if you go to HelloFresh, you can actually go there... What's is it a matter? restaurant? No, go to HelloFresh.com. Oh, it's a website. It's a website. Perfect. We love websites, right? I do. And let me tell you what HelloFresh.com does, because I've experienced HelloFresh, and it's fantastic. All right, Jerry. So let's say, Al, you like chicken. Do you I not? love chicken. Does... Make it every night, practically. Yogurt marinated chicken sound good to you? Now, what, do I dip it in yogurt? No, 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 you jackass. You're not dipping it in yogurt. Okay. Not at all. It's It's... It's chicken, mm-hmm. it's a little zucchini, right. and a little yogurt glaze. All right. And it is awesome. And so the way this works at HelloFresh.com is you order the meals, they send them to you. Each meal is boxed with fresh, let me say that again, fresh ingredients. Everything you need for the meal for yourself, maybe the meal and your wife, for yourself, your wife, and your kids, whoever you're cooking for that night. And it's step-by-step. A moron could do this. Oh, that'd be perfect for You me. don't have to be a chef. To cook your meals from HelloFresh.com. So they do the shopping for me. They do the shopping. They divvy up the ingredients with an explanation of how to cook them. Yes. They put them in a box and send them to my front Delivered porch. Delivered right to your door. I open the box, I follow the easy directions, and I make a meal that's not just boring chicken thrown in the oven. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? It is. I'm telling you, it's not only not boring, it is phenomenal. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I had the yogurt marinated chicken the other night. And it's great. And you know what it showed me, too? What's that, It showed me that I could make rice pilaf. Rice pilaf. Rice pilaf, which was part of the meal. It showed me, which, who knew this, to dice up zucchini and bake it in the oven alongside my chicken. How about that? And did you know this, Jerry? HelloFresh has not only the freshest ingredients, but they're measured to the exact quantities needed for the recipe that you're not throwing food out. I mean, I, I just kind of said that, oh. basically. I didn't mention the whole throwing food out. Yeah, exactly. But well, I said they the give you was, everything you need that's the part I was, for the one meal. That's the part I was mentioning. They also have a full-time registered dietitian. They review the recipes, Jerry, to make sure you're getting a nutritionally sound meal. I can tell you my meal, the mm-hmm, yogurt mm-hmm, marinated chicken, yeah. mm-hmm. portion. Well, you love yogurt. Portion control. And it's Greek yogurt. It's awesome. Portion control. Right. Number one. Two. You talk about the calorie count. I think my meal was 560 calories. Perfect. That is awesome for dinner. And check this out, Jerry. If you go to HelloFresh.com and use the promo code POSTGAME, you're going to get $35 off your first week of deliveries. No way. HelloFresh.com, promo code POSTGAME when you subscribe. Do it up. Love it, love it, love it. Because here's something, Jerry, that this guy, I was thinking about sending this guy from my next story uh, a HelloFresh subscription. Uh, This man, uh, well, he has lost 70 pounds uh, eating only potatoes and drinking an occasional beer. Another guy doing this? Yeah, you've seen this before? Yeah, we did the guy that was on the potato diet last year. 
Well, I guess it was this guy's 36 years old from Australia. He claims to have lost 70 pounds since January by eating almost nothing but potatoes. Now, he does do different kind of potatoes. Like he does mashed potatoes. He does, uh, what are some other potatoes, Jerry? Like a roasted potato, a baked potato, if you will. Sure. A raw potato. Uh, potato chips? He's do- No, not potato well, chips. Well, why not? They're potatoes. Yeah, but I-, I feel like that's not good for you. Red bliss potatoes? Mashed, boiled, baked Ew, boiled potatoes. Well, I guess boiled potatoes turn into mashed potatoes. He said he was trying to make his diet boring so that he wasn't, you know, sort of craving food all the time. How'd that work out? Wouldn't you crave it more? Well, he has lost 70 pounds, but in fairness, he started off at, what's his weight here? 335 pounds. Right. By just sleeping an extra hour, he would lose weight. Right. Or just like cutting out one, couple snacks during the day. You know about that now. I do, Jerry. Just cutting back your little quantities. That's right. And there's always, you know, you always wanted to start a business with uh, one of these websites, a dating website for specific groups of people. Yeah, I think it's great. Like there's a farmers only right. dating website for people who are farmers. There's a, uh, there's what's the Jewish uh, singles one? There's a J date. It's called. That's okay. uh, just for uh, Jewish folks. Right. Uh, there's Christian mingle. Well, you really know all these sites. Well, I see all these commercials. Did you do Farmers Only already? Uh, I did not. I've never done a Farmers Only. Yeah. Here's a dating website specifically for people who wear glasses. It's called Specs, a dating website just for people who call themselves Four Eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I wrong if you know there are guys out there that are going to buy the fake glasses to get That's themselves true, on the right. site? I mean, come on. Their tagline, Jerry, is putting the sex back into wearing specs. You know, I recently... So basically they're selling sex now? Uh, that's kind of what it seems like. Mm. I recently, I don't know if you've come into the office early in the morning when I'm going through the newspapers, but I, I've had to put reading glasses on. Uh, I'm struggling too a little bit now. Yeah. All of a sudden. Now, so, I don't have to do that with, with newspapers, but my phone or anything that's close... Not so much. No, I'm fine if it's, you know, normal distance. But I can't. I used to be, I could look at anything in, right in front of me, far away. No, not so much. No, not so much. It takes a little bit more mm. focus. I don't like that. So if you weren't married then and you got glasses, you could be on this dating website for people who wear glasses. In theory, yeah. I always wonder if I was single, if I would be one of these guys on a, on a, yeah, what on a website. Yeah, do? I don't think I would. Because you have no idea because you got married in high school. I did not get married in high school. I was 25. I was oh. not 16. I thought you, but you met your wife in high school. Senior year of high school, yes. So that was the last pre, like, I was like when the internet was just starting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, right. You're talking um, August of 91. I've been with her. Right. You've not been on a date with someone else other than your wife since August of 91. Correct. So Stop what looking would at me you like do? That. I don't know. I don't, what, if she divorced me tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd want to say what I And found yourself suddenly single. Would you go on dating websites? I honestly don't know the answer to that because I think at that point, if I was by myself and I had my kids with me, which I would fully anticipate would be the case. (laughs) You might just give up dating. I think for the foreseeable future and then you kind of worry about it later. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't don't know if there's, you know, you meet someone around the office. That's no good. I know that, but most relationships do happen work-related. I mean, right. That's that that's a fact. You ever heard this saying, don't poop where you eat? 
Yes. I think that has something to do with not dating someone in the office. Or or an Amazon driver. Or an Amazon driver, London. correct. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know. I honestly haven't... I've never given it any thought. I don't know the That's good. Because that. if you had a well-thought-out plan, <laughs> I would think that's probably not great. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've ever actually thought about it. <laughs> like if I said to you, what would you do? And you went, here's what i do. The first no, two no, months... No, no, no. I have not thought about it. The only thing that's ever come across my mind is kind of when we do stories like this. Dating or, sites. Or I see the sites. I'm always like... I wonder if I would do, but I don't think so. You couldn't. You're famous now. You couldn't be on uh, this dating website for people who wear glasses. They'd say, I, that's the very famous Jerry Racco. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't see, see you as a Tinder guy swiping. I see. I don't even I don't even know what. I'm not sure. I, that. I, I've never seen Twitter live, but people always say you swipe. Twitter live? I'm sorry, uh, Tinder. I've never like seen oh. it in action. Okay, me neither. But I think you swipe until you find the uh, pictures you like. Did you ever download that app on your phone? Which app is Tinder? that? No. I don't know. No, you I know a lot about this stuff. No, I don't no, I, Sometimes people will just download it to see what it is. Yeah, and no, like, all right, that's not for me. Tinder, I always felt like, was a young person's game. Like a much, like early 20s. And you don't feel like that anymore? No, I do not. Right. No. That would be weird. I don't know. Anyway, to answer your question, I have no idea. Perfect. That's the right answer. And I don't think I'd be the type, the bar scene. Or right. I just... How you do it. I, maybe you'd meet someone like at a devil's game. <laughs> like a fellow devil. By the way. Face painter chick. The girls at hockey games, and I only say that because it's really the only thing I go to anymore right. in terms because I'm always working these other games that I go to. Anytime I go with my wife and kids to a game, it's usually hockey. The girls at hockey games are attractive. Yeah. When I uh, would cover the Tampa Bay Lightning when I worked in Tampa, same. Yeah, so maybe, maybe at a hockey game. All Although right, I don't know how many single girls are going to hockey games. Lots. Mm, I don't know about that. It's not a, hey, girls, you want to go to see the Devils and Canucks tonight? <laughs> girls night out, Devils right. Canucks. We got, yeah, I don't think, Devils Blue Jackets on a Friday night <laughs> and then drinks in Newark afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that that's uh, a big night lineup. Not huge, yeah, not great. Probably not, hmm. but anyway. All right, well, this was right, good. Jerry. The warm-up coming up next. Yes. Uh, Al and I did... What did we do today? Sports. I remember. Well, we always do sports. I was uh, ranting and raving about something. Oh, yeah. I was Al yelling a, big, a lot. Al had a big screw up this morning, which is quite pleasing to me. Oh, that was about the um, baseball well, managers. Did it, did it, did it. Yes. That's called the tease the right same. there. There you go. That's coming up All right. like now. So It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning, Al. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Boomer and Carton coming up in 15 minutes, of course. This is the warm-up. And where would you like to start today, Here's Al? what I'd like to start with, Jerry. You're a big baseball guy. You love the MLB network. You follow along with your children. Oh, uh, Yes, we do. Well, uh, they announced the uh, AL and NL managers of the year they yesterday. Did. I see Terry Francona won uh, the uh, AL manager of the year, and uh, Dave Roberts won the NL manager of the year. Yes. How does... How wouldn't you have to? This seems to me like should be an automatic every year. You pick the two managers that made it to the World Series. They were the best. That would be a really good theory if this was voted on after the World Series. Oh well, you just shot my whole <laughs> theory down. Why don't we just get the news now then? Well, because they don't. They have the postseason awards. They wait for the entire year to end. They hung on to this the whole time. Yeah, I bet those writers who picked I, the Dave Roberts feel foolish they, right now. I don't think they do. I, I don't. I mean, a little you, silly. You look at Dave Roberts. How many players do you think he had go on the deal this year? Yeah, but he didn't win. Get to the World Series. But that's not he was the, not the best. But it was voted upon when the regular season ended. He hmm. won the NL West. 
Now, he didn't win 100-and-something games like Joe Madden. I get it. And I thought just based on that, Joe Madden would get the award. But then if you take a closer look and you say, well, look at what Joe Madden had all year, very few injuries for the most part for Chicago, you could say they were kind of expected to do what they did. With the Dodgers, you could say, well, they have Clayton Kershaw. But Kershaw missed two to three months of the season, and they still maintained, actually got to first place and then maintained first place. I believe they had 28 players go on the DL this year. I planned on doing 12 minutes on this. You kind of just took the air right out of my tires, as they I don't say. Be, I don't want to take the air out of your tires, but the, there are reasons why Dave Roberts won won the award. I see. I'm so sorry. I took the air right out of the balloon. So he won the <laughs> award, but not the best. Ben, how does well, a guy like uh, we hear Tim Tuffle, who's the Mets' third base coach, he was uh, demoted? Yes, he was reassigned or at least offered a, another position in the organization. Which, whatever that means. It means we don't want you here anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, like, third base coach is kind of low level on the totem pole anyway. Right. What could be lower than that? Like, just think of our softball games. We'll just be like... Oh, you're not up this inning? Go coach third. <laughs> right. I've done that many times. Baseball should do that. Granderson, you're not batting this inning? Who made the last out? <laughs> All right. Go get third. Who's covering first? Hey, Matt Harvey, you got third. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Tim Tuffle. I kind of assumed when I saw this news yesterday, Met fans were rejoicing. How many times did we see Tim Tuffle send a guy and he get thrown out by 30 feet? I or, would just Or th- not send a guy when he should have. If I was Tim Tuffle, I'd be like, I thought he was faster. I thought he could make it. Well, I you thought could, he would get in there. You could say that. That's why I sent him. And he was the one, too. I'm trying to think. He sent Jay Bruce in Detroit, right? Wasn't that Jay Bruce? I think so, yes. By, by five feet. Yes. So Tim Tuffle had a tough year. I like that they picked a guy by the name of Sherlock. So when he screws up, we'll have all the jokes flying. But Right. There'll be a lot of Sherlock and, Holmes jokes on the I back of the And I guess he's also going to be the bullpen catcher coach or something. The Sherlock fella? Something like that, yeah. It's not just third base coach. They have other responsibilities, but Tim Tuffle will go somewhere else. Because that seems like a great gig, or being first base coach. Or you know what's even best seems like? Bench coach. What do you do? Will well, you sit there and do what? <laughs> you're there when the manager gets ejected. Oh, then I take over? <laughs> and then you're the manager. Like, I wasn't even paying attention. I was on the bench. You know what's so funny is that most people probably think the way you're thinking right now, then you, these guys do so much. <laughs> you guys have the, no idea. The third base coach, first base well, coach, you know bench you coach. Know scouting and video and film they do and all that kind of work to get the guys in the to be uh, ready for that pitcher that night. And yet... It is true. They sit there and you don't think they're really doing much, but behind the scenes they would do a hell unlike, of a lot more than unlike you, think. you, Al, when you were doing the dump for ONA. Cake. Zip it over there, Eddie. Uh, and then I saw your main man, Tony Romo, had to come out yesterday and yeah. he had a he had a prepared statement. He did. I'll give you And the, here's the thing. This is what I wanted to I told you I was gonna tie this into uh LeBron and Phil Jackson and the posse comment. It's it's we are in such an age of the media where everything gets examined and every word gets picked apart. Yes. That for that reason, we had to have Tony Romo come out and read five Correct. minutes because God forbid he said anything that seemed like a slight you got it. on the organization or Dak Prescott or yeah. football players anywhere and everywhere. Like, so you have a guy reading a statement instead of. Taking questions. Speaking from the heart and taking questions. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Tony Romo wanted this to be a positive. Yeah. To say, oh, I'm stepping aside. I get that Dak is our guy. But he couldn't do it off the cuff or he'd be on the back pages of the Dallas newspaper saying, uh, he said that uh, well, the way he worded that Dak. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm so. with you. I'll give you one clip from him yesterday just because it's probably the best clip of what he said. A great example of this is Dak Prescott and what he's done. He's earned the right to be our quarterback. As hard as that is for me to say, he's earned that right. Now, the better quote, which I thought was in that, but it's not, is the one where he says, you know what? I was that kid 10 years ago, so now I have to be the one to help him along like people helped me, which I thought was a great, whether it was prepared or not. When he said that, I'm like, you know what? That kind of brings it full circle, and I thought that was pretty good. But you're right, and I'll go back to Tom Coughlin. I know I always go back to Coughlin, but the, the way things happened last year just bothered me. And, again, even reading the articles, even as late as yesterday, well, you know, the Giants lost all these games last year, and, you know, in the yeah, and, you know, yesterday Ben McAdoo, you know, was gutsy and it was the right call, right? Because he had a defense that if they didn't get it, they might have stopped him. Tom Coughlin did the same things last year because Just he didn't have head. a defense. Exactly. And my point is he has since said, well, you know, if I had these players, right? Remember he, remember he made a comment, something like that, and we tear that apart like he's, you know, going after Ben McAdoo. So I'm with you. The way we are now as a media and with social media and with the coverage that all these sports get – you better be on your uh, best behavior. And this Phil Jackson posse comments, even though most people think posse and entourage are the same thing, it's surprising people that all of a sudden posse now everyone thinks is a racial term. But I listened to Harris Allen coming in, the sports update, and he led with Nets basketball. So I was like, well, Phil Jackson screwed today because there's nothing else newsworthy for the 24-hour sports news cycle to just attack and latch on to. That's probably part of it. And it's, it's also like, LeBron though. That's the problem. I know, but too. like people come to sports to escape social issues and things like that. And it's every day there's something about sports and race and yesterday I'm following along on Twitter and I see like Adam Schefter breaking news, Pro Football Talk breaking news, uh, Jason Lanconfora a uh, breaking news. Mike Evans is going to stand for the anthem. Who First of all, who is Mike Evans? I had to even like Mike Evans. Who well, cares? But yeah, who cares? Like in that's New York, breaking who news. Cares? In Tampa, they like Mike Evans. I mean, I, I get your point. But it, like that's it's breaking also news. Breaking that news because they cover that league. Mike Evans is. Oh my gosh! It's, Mike Evans is going to stand. What will Mike Evans do next? Oh, who cares? It's Mike Evans. Like who? You don't cares? care. There are people that care. Now who? we didn't get to the story quite frankly, because it was an NFL Sunday and with the way the games went Sunday with the Cowboys-Steelers. Yeah, it's actual sports. Yeah, and we got to discuss the Jets. Never got to it. Now, part of that story is the fact that Dirk Cutter, his head coach, before you say who's he, uh, actually had a phone call and a long conversation with Mike Evans, which Mike Evans also took a lot of heat for. Now, the reason he was kneeling was because of Trump winning. He's the president-elect, right? Fine, fair enough. He got attacked on on social media because people then asked him, so who did you vote for, essentially? And he wrote, well, I didn't vote. And then he took that down, and he got clobbered for it. And then Dirk Cutter had a conversation with him, and so now he'll stand. The whole thing is crazy. It's bizarre. It's right now the world we live in. We have to deal with it. So is Mike Evans this week. Will he be standing or sitting for police bruta- against police brutality or against Donald Trump or against Phil Jackson for saying posse? What will Mike Evans do next? I can't wait to find out. 
Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Boomer and Carton next on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi, right, but we have a four-hour show coming up with Boomer and Carton in about two and a half minutes. Just quickly, if you're just waking up, Nets lost late last night to the Lakers, 125-118. You talk about players people probably don't care about or aren't aware where they went. What if I told you the guy last night that had 20 points on the Lakers and was 7 of 11 shooting was a guy by the name of Timofey Mozgov. I've heard of him, Jerry. No, I know you've heard oh. of him. Would you? And I completely forgot. Would I have would known you he went to the Lakers? that he went to the Lakers? I would not. And got like 60 or $70 million to go there. Is that unbelievable? Well, that's so. the sports money now, Jerry. Everybody well, gets the big bucks. Specifically NBA money. Uh, also of note, the Rangers beat the Canucks 7-2. Devils over the Stars in overtime 2-1. And Tony Romo, we touched on this, uh, told the media that Dak Prescott has earned the right to be the Cowboys starting quarterback. If you are the Cowboys, and I know you're a Cowboy fan, do you cut him? Cut Tony him? Romo? Not now. I'm saying when the season's over. I mean, listen, Dak Prescott could get hurt this week and could be awful the next three weeks, and everything goes back to the way it is. What do you do with him, though? I mean, is it just is his Cowboy career over? Yes. Now, let's say Prescott and the Cowboys make the playoffs and he doesn't show well in the postseason. Do you allow them to battle it out in the summer? For one more, for one more year? I only say it from this reason, this standpoint. Jerry Jones loves Tony Romo, and I gave him a lot of money, and he was joking on his show on The Fan in Dallas yesterday about he's the highest-paid backup ever. Uh-huh. And, he, <laughs> and he is. But what do you do with him? Uh, well, there's so many teams desperate for a quarterback that you a could 36 probably... A 36-year-old quarterback yes. that's been hurt the last two years? Yeah, like the Jets. Desperate teams like the Jets, the Browns. And then do you think Craig's dad said this to his mom when Craig was born? He's our baby. Maybe an ugly baby, but he's our baby. <laughs> he's calling you someone are ugly. Baby Is that ugly? possible? <laughs> Who was that? Well, that was Jerry Jones talking about Randy Gregory, and we will get to that coming up in just a little while with Boomer and Carton on the fan.